Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. What I want to talk to you about today is conquering life's limitations. You know, if you have a limitation in your life, you have a restriction, right? You have a containment. You have a confinement that you're only able to go in a certain area. You know, I think about caged animals, and I think about how sad that is to me that, that you know, they're caged. I, and even, you know, uh, with our animals, you know, if we're going to take them to the vet, we put them in those little uh, carts, whatever you call them, you know, crates. And, um, you know, and some people leave their animal in that. I'll, I couldn't do that. I just couldn't do that because they're so confined and so constrained and have no room to move. And, you know, many times that's what Satan does to the people of God. That's what circumstances of life will do to the people of God, will contain us in a certain area when all the time God wants us to be able to stretch out beyond that and push those lines that are there out. And we begin to be the men and women of God that he has called us to be. Now, I lived my life for a long period of time being confined because I was confined, guess where? In my mind. I was confined in my mind, and I thought, this is what I have to do, this is the way I have to be, and this is the way I have to act. And, you know, I, was, I thought all of that. Who knows why I thought all of that? But then when I got into the Bible... And I began to put the Bible in my heart and let it renew my mind. Then all of a sudden, I had some brand new thinking. And I began to see those limitations and those lines that were there. And bless God, I'm not living that way. No devil, no circumstances, no people, nobody else is going to keep me contained in that. And see, some of you, you're at a place in your life where you need to make a decision. You have lived confined all of your life. There's no better day than today to kick those things out of place and you begin to follow God and renew your mind and accomplish with your life what God has called you to do. I tell you, I'm going to accomplish my purpose. And I want you, I want every one of you that are in this room and every one of the people that are a part of the congregation of Redemption Church, I want you to accomplish your purpose. And when you leave this earth, you know that you did what God wanted you to do, that you didn't live restricted and confined. And see, it's different for all of us. You know, my, my sense of confinement may not be what you are dealing with. So God deals with us on an individual basis. Amen? Now, there are boundaries that we know that are good boundaries. So I'm not talking about things like that. They're good boundaries. The Word of God gives us boundaries, doesn't it? It helps us know the parameters that we can live in. You can't sin and be in right fellowship with God, right? So he tells us those things, and he sets the parameters. You can, you can live that way if you want to, but you won't be in right standing with God. I think I'll just camp there for a few minutes. We need to live holy and separated lives under the Lord. Amen? 
So the Bible gives us parameters to keep us safe and keep us protected. So I'm not talking about those kind of limits. And then what we deal with, you know, uh, several years ago, I don't know how many now, but then there's all kinds of books since that come out, you know, boundaries for marriage and boundaries in relationship and all of that. And and it really is good because it tells you how to function, you know, in your marriage in a godly way and the parameters that you need to establish and that you need to live there. You can't just run all over each other, treat each other badly. You got to have boundaries on what's acceptable and be rude and, uh, you know, uh, just unkind and all of that. You can't do that in marriage or you won't have a good marriage. So there are boundaries that are there. And see, the Bible helps us to establish again to, to have a good and fruitful and productive life. And so I'm not talking about those kinds of things. The kind of limitation and boundaries that I'm talking about this morning is what the devil puts in your mind is this is the way you have to be. You were born this way. This is the way your family get out of that mold. When you came to Jesus, you got a new family. Now, it doesn't mean that we disregard our family and treat them badly. We love them and treat them right. But if there were issues inside your family, you don't have to be limited. You can conquer those limitations and come out of that. I do not want to live year after year after year facing the same problems, going around the same mountain. Seems like to me uh, God said something about that. He spoke to the children of Israel and he said, you've been going around this mountain too long. And I'll say that to you this morning. Some of you here, you've been going around the mountain too long. God wants you to get some things accomplished with your life, and that requires that you've got to have some different thinking. Instead of stinking thinking... You need to have a word-oriented kind of thought process. Amen? Amen. So I want you to take your Bible and turn to uh, 1 Corinthians 2.16. And if you all would put that up in the Amplified for me, I want to read that. 1 Corinthians 2.16. And I want us to look at it together this morning and we will read this. For who has known or understood the mind, the counsels, and the purposes of the Lord so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge? Well, we can't do that. Isn't that ludicrous? You know, that's not going to be a human being, right? But listen to this. This is talking to the children of God. But we, we can't instruct God, but we have the mind of Christ, the Messiah, and do hold the thoughts, the feelings, and purposes of his heart in our heart. So I want you to recognize and realize that, that the very mind of Christ is available to you. You don't have to have the old way of thinking that you've had all of your life. You now have, if you know, see some people prayed to receive Jesus this morning. Now you have the ability to tap into the mind of Christ. 
and get his feelings and his thoughts and his purposes to help direct your life. You are not on your own and you don't just throw the dice, roll them out there, you know, or throw the coin, heads I do this, tails I do something else. That's not what we do, is it? We have the very counsel of God and the purpose of God on the inside of us. And he says, you, I'm talking to you. You have the mind of Christ. You may not be operating in it. You may not be functioning with the mind of Christ. You may be making foolish decisions, wrong judgments, but I'm telling you, you have the ability to tap in to the mind of Christ. Now, if I ask this morning, how many people have made bad poor decisions. Every one of us would raise their hand because we all have. But see, just because you did in the past doesn't mean that that is now and in your future. That can change because you have the thoughts and purposes of God. Listen, if you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, then that means Jesus lives in you now. When you get up today and you speak to these people that are around, you go to the restaurant or wherever you go. Some of you will go to work. Wherever you go, you take Jesus with you. Well, I wouldn't want Jesus to go in here with me. Well, you better not go in those places if you don't want Jesus to go with you. But when you go, not only are you taking Jesus with you, you are taking his mind with you and his thoughts and purposes with you. Some of you, you believe that you're dumb. Some of you, you believe that you don't have a whole lot going on in your life. I have a good word for you today. Listen to me. You have the mind of Christ. You are sharp. You are smart. You may not be functioning and operating in it, but you have that ability. There are some times when I don't know what to do. But you know what I do? I go to God and I ask you, what is your plan? What is your purpose? What is your thought? What is your feeling toward this? But you know, if you're going to have the mind of Christ, one of the greatest things that you will need is this Bible. Because when you think, am I really hearing from God or not, then you will know if it agrees with this. The Spirit and the Word agree. The Spirit that you think you're hearing will agree with what this book says. So if it doesn't and it's totally opposed to what the Bible says, you'll know that is not the mind of Christ. That is not the mind of Christ. Let me tell you. One of the biggest things that the devil does is try to blind the minds of people. Isn't that true? But see, he cannot blind the mind of a Christian unless a Christian submits to that. Because he blinds the people of this world. He blinds their minds so that they don't see that Jesus is the Messiah, so that they won't accept it. And so the Bible says in 2 Corinthians that he blinds their eyes that they cannot see. So the devil, if you're in covenant with God, has no right to bring blindness to you. Has no right to. If you're in covenant with God and you're living for God, now if you're out here one foot in the world, one foot in the church, well, you can't, you can't do any of the things that we talk about here. Every Sunday, you, can, you can't function in those things 
because you're not serving the Lord and you're not in a covenant with him. You're half-stepping. But if you're in covenant with him, then Satan has no right to blind your mind. So what do you do? You take authority over blinding spirits that would try to block the wisdom and insight and the mind of Christ from your life. We don't have to bumble and stumble anymore through life. Do you hear me? You need to hear that. So we right now, not going to have, we right now have the very mind of Christ. And I can tell you what, there's no limitations on what God can reveal and show to you if you're open to it. I expect God to show me things all the time. You know, one of the scriptures that I've confessed for years, I have an unction or an anointing from the Holy One, and guess what? I know all things. I know things. I know things. I'm not in the dark. And we need, to, we need that in the day that we live in because there's so much darkness all around us. Amen? So we have the ability to think right, to make good judgments and decisions. Some of you, you, you need to make decisions. I'm speaking this by the Spirit. Some of you need to make decisions. You have been living years in the same set of circumstances and nothing is going to change for you until you make a decision. You've got to make a decision for some changes. You keep hoping, you keep doing this, you keep doing that, but you got to take and make a decision. This is the way of the Lord. I'm going to follow it. If I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to keep getting the same results. It's foolish to think that you can keep on living and doing the same thing that you've been living and doing for years and that you're going to get different results because that's not going to happen. But when you make a decision, a good decision through the mind of Christ, then God will be there to help you and you will operate and function in his wisdom instead of the wisdom that is of this world that is earthly, sensual, and devilish. It's natural. It, you know, there's natural wisdom that the world, the world would tell you don't tithe. Isn't that right? Especially now, you better stop tithing. That's sensual. That's earthly. That's natural wisdom. And that's not the kind of wisdom that God wants us to operate in. Now, I will say, you know, that, you know, that God, uh, you know, is, is not ridiculous either. You know, some people say they're operating in the wisdom of God, and they're really not. If you're operating in the wisdom of God, then some things, good things, are going to happen in your life. Doesn't mean that everything is exactly um, right, but when you make good decisions, when you make wise decisions, you're going to get wise results. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.